You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Open our Bible to the book of Mark chapter 12, 41-44. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Let us pray. Lord God, we pray and ask that you will lead us once more, Holy Spirit. It is our prayer that you will guide us and illuminate our minds. Tulungan niyo po kami, Panginoon, na maintindihan po ang inyong salita. Hindi po namin ito maintindihan apart from you. And we pray, Lord, that you will also speak to us individually as well as corporately. Lord, dalangin po namin, Panginoon, na alisin niyo po ang anumang bungabagabag sa aming puso. Ang mga suliranin po namin, Panginoon, na siyang pumipigil sa amin upang mag-focus po sa inyo. At dalangin po namin, Panginoon, na Alisin niyo po, Panginoon, ang anumang false burden na nasa aming puso. And we right now lay down at your feet everything. We cast all our cares upon you because we believe that you are the one who gives us real and true rest. Lord, we choose, Lord God, to embrace your peace, the peace that transcends every human understanding. That despite, Lord God, the turmoil of this world, yung mga kaguluhan ng mundong ito, Meron pa rin po kaming tunay na kapayapaan sa inyo. Salamat po muli sa inyong kabutihan. We pray also for those who have not yet known you na sila po ay maging bukas upang tanggapin si Jesus sa kanilang buhay at nawa Panginoon na makaranas ng kaligtasang nagagaling po sa inyo. Salamat po muli. Ang lahat ng ito ay binabalik namin sa pangalan ni Jesus at ang lahat ay magsabi ng Amen. Now going back again to that poor widow po na ito. Kasi sa panahon po nila, yung mga widow kailangan suportahan because some of them, their husband are... They died probably in the war or namatay ng maaga ang kanilang mga asawa kasi sa panahon nila, kultura po nila ito. Yung kultura na ang lalaki is that they are already older than the wife. Yun po yung truth, no? yung kultura po nila yon. Because even Joseph, when Joseph got married with Mary, Mary was probably 14 years old, teenager po siya, and Joseph was already you know, advanced in his years. So, para sa kanila, ang kultura ng mga teen na magpapakasal sa mga may edad, that's their practice ng mga panahon na yun. So that's one reason why probably namamatay na maaga ang mga lalaki sa kanila. That's why there are widows. Ang lalayo na agwat no, ng edad. And at the same time, not to also mention that there are wars that are happening. So once they join the war and they die, then of course they become widow. There's nobody to support them anymore. So ang dapat na mag-support yung mismong sinagog the rabbis are the one who are in charge and this one when they give their offering i would say tithes and offering kasi triple tithe po sa kanila eh. even ng mga time na yon sa Israel and so when they give that support it's really for the maintenance of the temple sa mga priests na binibigyan nila to support their priests so notice na para pong trompeta yan it's like a trumpet na nakapaitaas and it's made of metal kasi once they place something in that metal trumpet-like offering box. It has a sound. Nagkikling po yon, okay? So, clink, clink, clink. Lalo kapag halimbawa medyo marami kang nilalagay, kapag tumatagal ka, 
Siyempre mga tao, mas bumibilib sila sa'yo. Kasi ibig sabihin, marami kang binibigay. Kaya habang nando ka, nakastambay, kuha ka ng kuha, mga tao, ang dami ng pera noon ah. Bilib na bilib sila. Lalo na papatunugin mo pa. Talagang yon baba. Eh yung poor widow, halos walang marinig. Pagalis niya. So that's why the Pharisees are very much into external. Kaya nga yung passage prior to that, it says here in verse 38 of Mark 12. And in his teaching, he said, Beware of the scribes, yung po mga eskriba, yung mga pariseyong nagsusulat ng batas, o nag-aaral ng batas rather, who like to walk around in long robes and like greetings in the marketplaces and have the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at feasts, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers, they will receive the greater condemnation. Kaya sinasabing they devour the widows' houses kasi imagine mo, wala na nga silang property tapos yung tirahan pa nila, mahukuha pa. So kaya ganun ka garapal yung mga eskriba noon at yung mga pariseyo. That's why when we talk about sacrificial giving, the widow is a model. There's another story in the gospel wherein lady also even gave sacrificially. Nagbigay po siya and it costs her so much yung kanyang binigay kasi it talks about the perfume. So the perfume, it costs 300 dinarai. In other uh, version, silver. And then when I try to compute that, aabot na mga 10 years wage. So 10 years, imagine mo kasi kung halimbawa 1 dinaray per day, so you will have of course 30 dinaray sa isang buwan. And when you multiply that, I mean, you're talking of years wages. Hindi lang isang taon, kundi maraming taon. So that's how expensive the perfume is. Hindi siya pang regular na perfume, hindi yung pang araw-araw. Talagang for rare occasion. Di ba meron kayong perfume na pang special occasion lang? Hindi yung pang araw-araw. Hindi yung tipong parang pang sumasakay ka ng jeep. Gamitin mo siyempre kapag may occasion ng mga wedding, yun ang gagamitin mong perfume. Pero kapag halimbawa yung everyday lang, cologne is okay, yung mga mumurahin. Pero we're not talking of perfume that costs probably 10,000 pesos or 5,000. Talaga itatago mo talaga yan. Ang iba nga siguro hindi na ginagamit eh. Nakatago lang. <laughs> Gamitin mo naman. <laughs> Sayang eh. This is really costly. That's why no wonder Judas spoke about it. Sayang yung pera. Sana binenta na lang yan. Maraming pang matutulungan. Pero the lady use it for the Lord. Who among you could say that if you use it for the Lord, it's not a waste. Kapag ginamit mong isang bagay sa Panginoon, it's not a waste. Whatever that you offer for the Lord, it is not a waste. Your life is not a waste when you gave it to the Lord. Yung mga naging missionary, naging campus missionary. In our case, for example, naging pastor. O kaya may binigay ka na, let's say, material thing sa isang worker ng Panginoon. It's not really a waste. I mean, the Lord can, of course, see that. It's a sacrificial giving. In John chapter 12, verse 3, it says, Mary therefore took a pound of expensive ointment made from pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. Now, the word expensive there simply came from another Greek word which is polutimo, which means extremely valuable. And if you want to really dissect that word, ang ibig sabihin ng poly is many, Timeo is value. In other words, it says many value. Or to make sense, so much valuable or extremely valuable. Talaga sobrang mahal. High price. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Talagang amoy na amoy talaga yung perfume na yun. So much valuable. Hindi siya nang hinayang. Si Jesus yan. Siyempre, gamitin mo na yung the best. Out of her gratitude to the Lord, pinatawad siya sa kanyang kasalanan, then It's but right to really offer this thing to the Lord. 
Kaya hindi ka manghihinayang na gamitin ito sa Panginoon. This, rest, this uh, tomb is also owned by a person who became a disciple of Jesus Christ. And his name is Joseph. Si Joseph taga Arimathea. Kaya ang tawag sa kanya, Joseph of Arimathea. And he owned this. In fact, this is a new tomb. And then what he did was to offer the tomb to Jesus Christ when he died. And of course, this is also sacrificial giving on his end, on his part. We can see this in Matthew 27, 57 to 60 that says, When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who also was a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be given to him. And Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen shroud and laid it in his own new tomb, bagong tomb, hindi pagamit, which he had cut in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the entrance of the tomb and went away. Pag meron kang new tomb na ganito, it is not a joke. You need to be rich in order for have this. But in yet, he gave it, of course, to the Lord. That is sacrificial giving on their end. The question is that, how are we in the area of giving? I understand again that we are all generous, but can we still give to the point of sacrificing something? Every believer who trusts the God of provision is transformed from an external tithing percentage, meaning from a legalistic tithing percentage, to an internal attitude of radical sacrificial giving. Kaya nga palagi natin sinasabi last week, Yes, praise God that we give our tithes to the Lord, pero sana wag natin ikamatay yung tithe. At sana umusad naman tayo ng konti. Push ng konti. I-push muna konti. Sacrificial giving yun. Kapag medyo talagang as in, parang Lord, kahit na mahirap to, sige, I believe that you are the God of provision. It's easier said than done, pero again, you will see that the Lord is faithful. That the Lord really is a promise-keeping God. That He will fulfill His promise to you. Now, let's talk about the elements involved in sacrificial giving. Maganda pag-usapan ito. Especially if you check the story of the widow. The elements involved in sacrificial giving. Ano kaya yung kasama dun sa sacrificial giving? What can we see from the life of this widow? Number one is that sacrificial giving is about your motive. Motibo po natin. Let me go back once more to that passage. It says here, And he sat down opposite the treasury. Meaning, and Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums. So, ang daming, kumbaga, malaking sums of money. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins which make a penny. Now, I believe that the motive of the poor widow can be seen in contrast with, of course, those rich people. Now, praise God for wealthy people that are here in the church and they're the ones, of course, who are also even helping this church in the things that we are doing. Sinuritin gusto mong pagpalaan ka ni Lord in terms of material blessing. We want to be, of course, blessed in the area of material blessing because we want to be a blessing to others as well. Nakita na ba kayo ng isang krisyano-krisyano siya tapos biglang hindi man lang makapagbigay at minsan ay hindi makaman libre ng kapwa? I mean, paano mabibless ang mga tao sa'yo? Oo nga, save ka. Krisyano ka nga. Pero parang hindi ka panipaniwala na pinagpapala ka talaga ni Lord. Now, of course, that is not the measure of being a Christian, but people, of course, will see that in our life. And we are hoping that we will be an encouragement for them as well. Speak of this, the motive of these rich people here, yung motibo nila, no? iba eh. Kung mag-alam mo yung motibo kapag alam naglagay, talaga kasi ano eh, may patingin-tingin pa sa mga tao siguro habang naglalagay. Sino kayo tumitingin sa akin? Kapag naglagay ng envelope sa tithes and offering, bago maglagay, kailangan muna nakatingin mo na nakatingin ba sa akin lahat? Okay. <laughs> Sabay BTO. 
these rich people tend to, of course, show off to the people. Tinitingnan ng Panginoon yung puso mo. Tinitingnan ni Lord yung puso mo sa pagbibigay. Ang iba kasi, binabraso nila si Lord. Lord, ah, magbibigay ako. Ah. Pero Lord, ah, yung blessing. Ah. Next week, ah, kailangan maram- maramdaman ko yung blessing. After two weeks, mayroon akong babayaran. Kailangan pagbigay ko, yun na yun. Ang ginagawa mo kay Lord, banko. Huwag mong gagawin banko si Lord. Pabayaan mo si Lord na gumalaw. Pabayaan mo si Lord na mag-move. Si Job is also a guy who's righteous. And I believe Job is really following the Lord in terms of his law. Pero nakarana si Job ng testing sa life niya. Pero hindi niya sinisi si Lord. Lord naman, nagbibigay ako sa inyo. Sinusunod ko yung batas, tapos ito yung nangyari sa akin. Yung lahat ng mga ari-arian ko, kinuha ng mga kaaway. Ano ba naman kayo? Job still remained righteous in the sight of the Lord. Hindi siya nagreklamo. So therefore, let the Lord decide kung ano yung dapat nating daanan sa ating buhay. Because the Lord is the one who's strengthening our heart and our faith so that our faith will increase all the more and be deep in our relationship with Him. Huwag nyo gawing bangko, huwag natin gawing bangko ang Panginoon na para pang pag nagbigay tayo, obligado si Lord na i-bless tayo. Yes, be expectant. It's good to be expectant that because that's faith. Tama naman yun eh. But however, let's not try to even put God in a calendar. Lord, ha, next month, ha, may babayaran ako. Ha. Ito, medyo marami-rami na binibigay sa inyo. Aabangan ko talaga to. These rich people's motive are exposed. But however, the poor widow, nagbigay siya. I mean, you're talking of two copper coins. All her life is in there. That's why we could say that the motive really is not really for her, but really to support the temple. Para supportahan yung mga taong nagtatrabaho sa temple and at the same time, to even help construct the temple. Kahit na alam niyang two copper coin lang yon. Kita mo talaga yung kanyang motibo. That's why I believe that Jesus Christ is commending the widow in the eyes of the disciples. Maaring hindi alam ng tao yung ginagawa niyo, but the Lord sees whatever that we are doing because God, of course, sees our heart. Kita ng Panginoon yung puso natin. Philippians 4.18, Epaphroditus also even gave. Kita rin yung kanyang motibo sa pagbibigay because his motive is really to support the workers like Paul. I have received full payment and more, I am well supplied. Having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. It is our hope and prayer as well that our sacrifices and our giving will be a fragrant offering, acceptable and pleasing to God. Yun ang ating prayer. That whenever we give, our motive is really right in the eyes of the Lord. Panginoon, dalain po namin ang aming motibo ay maging tama sa harapin nyo. Sa tuwing kami po ay nagbibigay. Kaya hindi ito yung tipong parang pag nagbigay tayo, si Lord, obligado. Pag nagbigay tayo, feeling natin, kailangan meron kang kapalit. It's not about that. But it's about the heart. You wanna test the character of a person? Bigyan mo siya ng malaking pera. Tingnan natin kung halimbawang magbabalik siya. Bigyan mo siya ng pera. Tapos hintay ka lang. Tingnan ko nga kung ililibra ko ng tanong ito kasi binigyan ko siya. Ibig sabihin, kinuha lang niya yung pera mo. Pagkatapos na wala na. That's why we are tested in the area of money. That's why I would say that this is one thing that the Lord is using to test our character. Whether we are greedy or not. Whether we will really own it or not. Acts 8.18-19, kita yung puso ni Simon dito. Kaya nga meron tinatawag na Simony. Tuloy, ang pangalan niya, medyo sumama. Simony. Ibig sabihin, may involved na pera. Now, when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money. Ang ginawa niya, gusto niyang bilhin saying, Give me this power also so that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. May kakapalan, no? Kumbaga, akala niya kaya niyang bilhin ang banalang espiritu. 
bigyan ko kayong pera at baka mamaya ako rin magkaroon ng ganong klaseng kapangyarihan na katulad ng ginagawa ninyo. Again, this is like forcing the Lord to do the thing for Him. The motive is again exposed. Probably this guy did not really understood what the book of Proverbs said. In Proverbs 16.2, in the Good News Bible, it says, You may think everything you do is right, but the Lord judges your motives. Akala mo tama yung ginagawa mo, pero kita ng Panginoon yung puso mo. He will be the one to judge our motive. Why are we giving that money? Why are we supporting this person? Bakit ba natin pinapag-aral ang ating mga anak? Para ba merong susuporta sa atin pagdating ng araw? Na pag tumanda ta anak ha? Uh, ano ha? Pagdating ng araw ha? Alagaan mo kami. Sasabihin sa mga anak, wala ka utang na loob. Matapos kitang pag-aral, hindi mo man lang ako sinusuportahan. Eh, responsibilidad mo yun bilang magulang na pag-aralin yung anak mo. Bonus na lang yun kapag halimbawa ang anak mo, sinuportahan ka. Pero hindi yun responsibilidad ng anak. Kung magandang pinakita mo sa anak mo, I'm sure that your children will of course give back to you the blessing. So the motive behind, tingnan natin yung motibo behind. Kasi yung motibo ang talagang kailangan natin i-check. Bakit ka ba nagdi-disciple? Bakit ka ba active sa church na ito? Nagbo-volunteer? Para ba pagdating ng araw sa December, makasama ka uli sa Enchanted Kingdom? Para pagdating ng time, meron ka mga giveaway galing sa church? Pero alam ko na may mga taga 11 o'clock, hindi na gagawin yun. Yung mga volunteer ito, talagang ano to eh, tama ang mga motibo nito. Hari na wa Lord. And that's why again, we go back again to our hearts. Why are you doing what you're doing? Bakit mo ginagawa yung mga ginagawa mo? The Lord judges your motive. Do not even judge that person. Huwag kang mag-judge ng kapwa mo. Kaya kapag halimbawang nakita kayo sa Starbucks, nakapila ka, at nakita mo siya sa likod, huwag mo iisipin na libre kaya ako nito. Kasama ko to sa preaching kanina eh. Sana eh, libre ako nito. Pabayaan mo si Lord mangusap sa kanya. At kapag nangusap si Lord, bahalan siya kung susunod siya o hindi. Kapag kinausap ka naman ni Lord, sumunod ka naman. Sinabi sa iyo, anak, nasa likod mo yung katabi mo kanina sa church. Libre mo, anak. Kinuha mo yung pitaka mo, tinian mo. Lord, tamang-tama lang talaga ito. E pag sinasabi, Lord, magtiwala ka na anak sa akin. Kasi akong bahala. The Lord can really see our heart. Alam mo, let me just add this story, no? Meron isang tao na, I mean, he approached me and then he asked for prayer. Sabi niya, Pastor, can I ask for your prayer? Kasi I'm praying for a job, napakatagal na. Bigla nag-open ang door si Lord. I mean, you're talking of years. Halos pala siyang trabaho. And then, when the Lord opened that door, kasi ano eh, it's not really here in Luzon, but in the part of Mindanao. And it's a really a good offer. As in, the salary is really sky high. Ang ganda ng, ng salary. Pero ang una niya inisip, paano kaya yung mga anak ko? Paano kaya yung pamilya ko? Baka mamaya hindi na sila umatend ng church kapag wala ako. Yun ang ganda sa mind niya. Hindi yung grab ko na yung opportunity. Ang laki na to, ha? Pera na to. Inisip niya rin agad yung church na pupuntahan niya just in case na nandun siya. And hirap na hirap siya. Ayaw niya mag-decide ka agad. Because he wanted it really to be laid down first to the Lord and para ma-check niya yung motive niya na hindi pera ang habol niya. And right now, the Lord is using him there in that workplace. He accepted the offer at meron siyang pagkakataon na makita ang family niya oftentimes. At right now, he's being promoted from one level to another. Sabi ko, ang galing ng ginagawa ng Panginoon sa buhay mo and he's also even involved in the church as well in that part of Mindanao. Kasi sabi ko, 
Iba talagang Panginoon kapag nakita niya motive mo. The Lord will just open doors for you. You just have to go back to check your motive. Ano bang motibo mo? Pera o para sa Panginoon? Second is that sacrificial giving is about a cost. It involves cost. Sinulit yung kapag nagbigay ka, minsan nagbigay ka, tapos bigang umaray ka. Ako, Lord, medyo malaki ito. <laughs> Sige lang, Lord. Lord, pwede bang installment? Kasi kailangan ko lang talaga eh. Merong ibang ganun pag naisip. Sabi ko, it's between you and the Lord. Okay? You know, it involves the cost. Why? Because it says here in Mark 12, 43-44, And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly, I say to you, this poor widow was put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. More. Okay? Kung baga mas marami pa doon sa mga taong yon. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Kung baga, ang cost sa widow, ganun-ganun lang kantindi. Because, of course, it involves her life. Pero yung mga mayaman sa panahon na yun, ah, wala, barya lang. It's nothing. Kung baga, sa isang tao. Nakita na ba kayo ng ganun klaseng tao na sa sobrang yaman niya, ang isang milyon, parang bari wala lang. I know of some who are like that, that, you know, parang they just can probably put up a company the next day. Wala. Walang dating lang. Because, you know, sa sobrang laki naman talaga ng kanilang pera. That's why, with regards to the widow, yes, she may be poor, pero all her life was in there in the two copper coins. Buong buhay niya. Pwede siyang mamatay ng dilat after a few hours. Pagkatapos nun. Eh, hindi ko na sinasabi na ibigin natin lahat tayo. No? That's not what I mean. But what I mean is that, nasubukan na ba natin tipo talaga sacrificial yon. O kaya, it's like there is a term that says, meron bang ouch doon. Although we don't want that to happen. Always na para bang nasasaktan tayo kapag alaman nagbibigay. Sana naman may joy. Kasi, kaya nga, cheerful giver eh. Hindi mo parang pag nagbibigay, palagi na masama loob. <laughs> Ito na naman, Lord. Pagigay na naman. Ito na naman, Lord. Panibagay na. Pagkatapos ng kanta niya sa opening, malamang yung bag nandiyan na naman. O, sabi ko naman, yung bag na naman. Ayan. Sige na, makapit. <laughs> Hindi naman sana naman ganun. Pero there should be joy, of course, in what we're doing. Pero sometimes it's sacrificial because kailangan rin natin ng pera but we believe that the Lord is the one who of course provides for our needs. Now another can be found in verse 41 to 42. Let me go back and backtrack. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Now, yung treasury is of course involves yung sa collection ng mga tao roon. And money, it means brass. Brass po yung money na binibigay ng mga rich people roon. Samantalang yung poor widow, it's actually a copper coin. Poor widow came and put in two small copper coins. Yung copper coin is a very small or thin coin. Halos hindi mo talaga marinig. Parang kulan lang, liparin siguro, no? So sobrang mura. Now, to give you an idea of what a copper coin is, to compare it with dinari, na pag-usapan natin dinari, di ba? Sabi natin yung perfume ng babae, 300 dinari. And one dinari is, of course, one day's wage yun. So, let's try to compare. This is the denarius. Ito po yun, yung denarius. One denarius is equivalent to one day's labor in Jesus' day. And then, if you want to go down, four sisteria is one denarius. And then, one sisterius is equivalent to four asarion. And then, one asarion is equivalent to four quadrants. And one quadrant is equivalent to two lapta. Yun po yung copper coin. So, ang layo. One is to 128. So, yung one copper coin na yun, parang one penny sa US dollar. Yung one dollar po is 100 penny. Now, subukan yung i-convert yung one penny sa ating peso. Mahirapan kayo. Hindi ko nga ma-convert eh. Parang wala na lumalabas sa calculator eh. <laughs> sobrang liit talaga. Sobrang liit talaga. That's her life. Two copper coin. Ganun kaliit. Buong buhay niya. One penny is even to that copper coin. Yun po yung equivalent niya. That's costly for the widow. And I would say that it's a sacrificial giving on her part. 
First Corinthians 16 verses sabi dito, On the first day of every week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper. The word prosper here, in proportion to what you earn. Yun ang ibig sabihin nun. Ibig sabihin ng prosper is, as the Lord is blessing you along the way. Kapag binibless naman kayo ng Panginoon, araw-araw along the way, is dapat in proportion to how the Lord blesses you, yung pagbibigay po natin. Sabi nga niba, eh hindi, uh, ano, ang importante yung ano, sincere ka lang sa puso. Let's say, sabi natin, you are a billionaire and nagbigay ka 20 pesos. Sincere naman ako eh, sa pagbibigay ko. Eh. Importante na yun, yung sincerity. I don't think so. Because I would rather believe the word of the Lord in terms of checking our heart with regards to money than our heart. Kasi kita rito yung puso natin. That's why that depends on how the Lord prospers you. Testing po ng ating greediness po yun or character po natin. 2 Corinthians 8, 3-5 says, And I can assure you that they gave as much, meaning yung mga Macedonian churches, as they could to the Jerusalem churches who are going through severity or famine in their life in terms of, kasi may drought po sa Jerusalem church, kaya they wanted to support the Jerusalem church. So sabi ng mga Macedonian, and even more than they could, of their own free will, they beg us, sabi ni Paul Rito, they beg us, yung mga Macedonian church are begging them and pleading for the privilege of having a part in helping God's people in Judea, sa Jerusalem. Para ba sinasabi ng mga Macedonian, sige na, please, gusto namin tumulong. Kahit na ganito ang aming sitwasyon, gusto namin tumulong. Kapag meron nagsabi sa'yo na, libre kita, at sinabi mong, hindi, wag na, okay na ako na ba? Hindi, please, pwede ako naman libre sa'yo. Please, please lang. Ba? Sarap na ganun, no? Tipo talaga, namimbis pa talaga, please ako na. Pero alam mo na hindi niya kaya, pero gusto pa rin niya na, you know, mag-bless. Nakakita na ba kayo ng taong ganun? Alam mong wala siyang kakayan, pero parang nakikiusap, pwede bang bless kita ngayon? Kaya yung mga taong gustong manlibre, sila yung talagang as in nangangailangan ng blessing ng Panginoon. Pagbigyan mo na, okay? Para may bless sila ng Panginoon. Yun yung faith. Kaya nga nakakatuwa po minsan yung mga taong yon. Bless na lang kita. Kasi gusto ko rin makita na ang Panginoon siya mag-provide sa needs ko. Pagbigyan mo na. Kasi it's really between that person and the Lord. So again, don't judge. Verse 5, it says, It was more than what we have hoped for. First, they gave themselves to the Lord, and then, by God's will, they gave themselves to us as well. By the way, let me also pop the bubble. Pero po nagsasabi, sabi nila na okay lang kapag halimbawang, let's say, mag-offer ako ng tithe ko na oras ko, o yung service ko sa Panginoon, o yung ministry ko. That is not, that is not scriptural. Hindi po makikita sa scripturan. Because the Macedonian church, they even ministered, they even gave their life to the Lord, they even served the Lord, and this is in verse 5, it was more than we could have hoped for. First, they gave themselves to the Lord, and then by God's will, they gave themselves to us as well. But aside from that, they even gave to the Lord in terms of money. So magkaiba po yun. Hindi po natin pwedeng itight ang service natin. Given na po yun, yung pagmagsisilbi ka sa Panginoon. That is why, again, it's a test of character for us. Money is really a test of character for us. Even David, when he was approached by a guy, this guy owns this threshing floor. This guy, when he approached David, nung na-approach si David, kasi si David, kasi nakita yung threshing floor niya, sabi ni David, itong threshing floor na to, ano, kukunin ko to. And the guy said, sabi niya, no, David, i-offer ko na sa'yo to, libre to, sa'yo na. Pero alam mo, sabi ni David, I will not offer anything to the Lord that causes me nothing. Kaya ang sabi dito, but the king answered, no, I will pay you for it. I will not offer to the Lord my God sacrifices that have cost me nothing. In other words, bibiling ko yan. Kahit na gano'ng kamahal, I will buy it. Kasi after all, sa Panginoon naman to eh. So dun pumapas yung, sometimes it's costly. It's costly. It will really involve cost. The question is, are we willing to count the cost? And are we willing also to even, you know, give whatever it costs? 
not knowing that that threshing floor, yung pun threshing floor na yon, eventually, I don't know if David knows that or alam ni David, yung po yung naging site kung saan tinayo po ang temple ni King Solomon. That's what happened. David again, you know, did that for the Lord. You have no idea where your giving will go once you actually give sacrificially to the Lord. I will not offer to the Lord my God sacrifices that have cost me nothing. God does not prosper us for the purpose of raising our standard of living. Yes, you may raise your standard of living if you like. Okay naman yun. Wala namang problema ron. But that is not the purpose why the Lord is prospering you. The Lord is prospering us so that we can raise our standard of giving. Hindi lang para maitaas yung sarili mo at para lang makabili ka ng mga branded na mga damit. There's nothing wrong in buying that. Pero wag sana natin isipin na kaya ko pinaprosper Lord para makabili ako ng malaking bahay. Hindi. It's not about that. But it's because so that you can be used by the Lord to also even be a blessing to others as well. It's sacrificially. And you know what? The Lord has a way of really providing for all our needs. Sacrificial giving is about your faith. It's also even about our faith. Ano ang faith mo pagdating sa sacrificial giving? The widow also has that. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Faith po yun. Hindi po niya alam kung mabubuhay pa siya eh. I mean, that's faith. Hindi niya alam kung bukas tilik na yung mata niya o sa susunod na araw, wala na siya. Pero again, she believed the Lord. That the Lord is the one who's going to provide for all her needs. Again, this is not to tell everyone na, o oh, sige, ganun rin gawin natin, bigyan natin lahat. That's not what I'm saying. But it involves faith whenever we sacrificially give to the Lord. Acts 4.33, it also involves faith when they gave to the disciples. And with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Great grace was upon them all. Why? Because yung pong great grace na ito, kaya po great grace, it's because in verse 34, there was not a needy person among them for as many as were owners of lands or houses, mga mekaya, sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet and it was distributed to each as any had need. Again, hindi ko sinasabing ibenta niyo lahat ng mga ari-ariya niyo at ilagay niyo sa paanan ko. Hindi po yon, Okay? Baka <laughs> mamaya, ayaw gusto pastor pala, ilagay sa lahat sa paanan niyo. Hindi yon. The point here, it involves faith. The thing that they are doing. Because the Lord spoke to them. And they wanted to be a blessing also even to the church as well. And thank the Lord because we have those people here in this church. Pushing your faith so that your faith will have muscle. Praise God that we are giving. Salamat sa Panginoon nagbibigay po tayo. Pero pwede nating i-push a little bit para yung muscle ng faith natin lumaki. Okay, ganun po yun. Pag nag-weights po tayo, di ba ang muscle natin lumalaki? The same thing also whenever we give. When we give, pag nilalagpasan mo yung normal giving mo, it pushes you a little bit. It, of course, increases our faith all the more. Yung faith muscle natin, mas lalong lumalaki. Let me just give you a story as I uh, slowly end this. There was this guy, itong taong ito, he's involved into cooking. And his mom is into sewing, yung nagtatahe. So, hindi sila ganun kayaman. Poor sa, sa time nila. And when this guy is already seven years old, he baked his first bread. So, nagluto siya, tapos nagbake siya ng first bread, and he even cared for his two youngest sibling. And then, grade six, sixth grade, drop out in school. Wag niyo gagayahin ito, okay? So, he dropped out in school. At the age of 16, he joined the army, pero natanggal siya kasi na-discover yung age niya, that his uh, teenager. And also, he spent you know, looking for job. Kasi talagang hirap na hirap sila eh. He tried 
doing the work of a farmer, a streetcar, a conductor, a soldier, a railroad fireman, a lawyer, insurance salesman, steamboat operator, lahat na ng klaseng trabaho, kaso nga lang wala pa rin talaga, hindi pa rin umubra. So talagang medyo na pagod na siya ng gusto. At the age of 65, 65 years old ah, I mean, imagine that, ang tagal ng process. 65 years old, mabot siya, naging senior citizen na siya. This guy sold his first restaurant and dedicated his attention to developing his restaurant. So nagkaroon siya ng restaurant. Parang walang contentment pa rin kasi dahil kulang pa rin. And by the age of 73, this person sold his corporation for $2 million. In other words, when he reached that age, doon nagkaroon ng breakthrough. Talagang binless siya ng Panginoon. And when he was blessed by the Lord, meron pa rin siyang yearning. Sabi niya, parang may kulang. May kulang pa. Now, he became a successful businessman eventually. And hindi pa siya satisfied doon. He met a pastor and then this pastor shared the gospel to him and at that age, and he became a believer. Naging Christian po siya. And ang unang natanggal sa kanya yung pagmumura niya. Kasi mura siya na mura eh. Nagulat siya kasi, ba, parang iba na ako ah. Hindi na rin siya nagmumura. Napansin niya ng ibang mga kaibigan niya at napansin niya ng pastor na hindi na rin siya nagmumura. Now, afterwards, this guy eventually, of course, had a change that can be seen by the people. And what happened after that is that when he gave his life to the Lord, dun niya nakita ngayon yung fulfillment ng buhay niya. Hindi pala sa pera, hindi pala sa dami na ang kinikita mo, kundi dun pala sa, sa Panginoon nakikita. Imagine his earning millions, but hindi at hindi niya nakikita yung tunay na buhay doon. So what he did was to, of course, allow the Lord to change him in many ways. And he was baptized, water baptized, at the age of 77 years old. 77, imagine mo, 77 years old. Sa River Jordan pa siya. Okay? Pumunta siguro Israel at sa River Jordan nagpapaptize. He experienced, of course, his declaration of his faith there. Nagkaroon siya ng sakit. And then, nung nagkaroon siya ng sakit, pinag-pray siya ng pastor. Sinabi niya sa mga tao, I don't need surgery. My pastor came in and prayed for me and God healed me. The doctor said, ito yung ano, amazing thing, sabi ng mga doktor, when I opened you up, there weren't any polyps. Walang nakitang abnormality nung binuksan po yung pinaka-internal organ po niya. As in, totally free. He was healed by the Lord at that moment. And ito sabi niya, My prayers have been of thankfulness. He said, God has been so good to me, I have been a great believer in tithing. In other words, he is a great believer in really giving his tithes. He spent all of his life working to make his fortune. And after he accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, he spent his latter years giving it all away. That's sacrificial giving. Now, ito po yung sinabi niya. I always figured there is no use being the richest man in the cemetery. Oo nga naman. Totoo naman, di ba? May logic eh. You cannot operate from there. Colonel Sanders said at 90 years old, People don't know that I gave most of my money away. Most of it goes to churches. And that's why this guy is really an example for us. And I would say that this guy, he gave it all sacrificially giving to the Lord. I mean, he started from a young. Hindi po siya nakaranas ng buhay. Pero pagtapak po ng age ng senior citizen, doon nagkaroon ng breakthrough, the Lord honored his faith. And I would say it will not happen because if he did not really give sacrificially. That's why I would say, when a believer gives sacrificially beyond his usual ability to give, then he exercises his faith by learning to trust in God and believing he is able to provide for all his needs. But there's more. 
meron po tayong pwedeng gayahan ng sacrificial giving. Nobody can place at par with what the Lord did. In the scripture, it says, in 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a high value or highest degree of value. And Jesus Christ is that person whom we receive right now. Wala po mga katapatroon. Thanks be to God for His indescribable gift. And let's pray to the Lord. Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, move, Lord, in the lives of your people. Lord, let them see that you are the God who provides. Let them see that you are the God who moves in the lives of His people. Lord, increase their faith. Give them, Lord, the faith muscle that they need, Lord, even for this year and next year. Lord, I ask that you will also even examine the motive of your people, why we give, why we do the things that we are doing today. Thank you so much for your grace. And I know that your grace is sufficient for your people. Release them, Lord, from any spirit of poverty. Lord, let blessings flow in their lives. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen.